Nelson, alcoholic addict. It's not my real name. I use a pen name here at LLL Sober. Um, I traveled this week, and I noticed I've really grown into loving going to meetings in other areas. I didn't used to. In early sobriety when I traveled, I just thought, well, just, it's only five days. You know, I'll, I'll just plug back into my recovery network when I get home. And the problem is, by day three or four, I was usually noticing that I was starting to slide a little bit spiritually. And on trips where I was by myself, eating crappy gas station food in lonely hotel rooms for long stretches of time, I found myself, I would just get very squirrely in a hurry. And so this week, when I got to go to Wisconsin on a work trip for four days, I knew I'd have a better trip if I got to a meeting. And so I did. And it was awesome. I still must think I'm pretty special because every single time I look up meetings in different places, I'm like, oh, holy crap, they have a bunch of meetings out here too. Apparently, there are alcoholics and addicts other than the town I live in. Who knew? And uh, (laughs) over the years, um, you know, I've been blessed to get to, I got to the southernmost meeting in the United States once. I was in Key West, Florida. I was the only meeting I've ever been at where there were chickens walking around at the meeting. Uh, (laughs) um, Went to a meeting once in western Pennsylvania where I sat down. It was a great meeting, but at the beginning, they took a group conscience whether to allow smoking at the meeting, and I voted no, I'm not a smoker, but everyone else in the room, I'd say 15 other people, they voted yes, and so there was smoking at the meeting indoors, and so... uh, I got a really nice dose of recovery, but I also felt like I smoked about 20 secondhand cigarettes, (laughs) but I loved it. It was great. It was a great spiritual, uh, spiritual gas tank fill up. So I really, I really enjoy the different brands and thought processes around recovery that you run into. It's a, it's a little bit like, you know, when you get to a new place and you try out a local restaurant, just see you know, they don't make barbecue <laughs> the same way in every single town in the United States. And so they don't, you know, they don't, they do recovery differently too. And I love that. I love expanding my conception of, um, what, you know, what the program looks like. And so this meeting I went to in Wisconsin, there was about 20 people. It was in a recovery club. So they have a bunch of meetings every single day and they did all the normal preamble stuff at the beginning Um, except they had a spot in the meeting where they just asked, does anybody have any good news or does anybody have any bad news? And so (laughs) one guy just got up and talked about a good book he was reading. That was cool. And somebody else got up and said that, um, one of the sober members of the club, uh, his wife had died. So maybe say a prayer or two for the family. And then we did this thing. I had never seen it before. Uh, we counted off by threes, went around the room. And so it was about six or seven people in each one of the groups And we counted off and we split into thirds and went to each corner of the room and had like a mini meeting. And um, I I asked, I said, hey, I've never done something like this before. Like, what's the thought process? Um, And they said it's just a good way to let newcomers come to a big meeting and just break it off into a smaller meeting and everybody gets a chance to share and it just feels less intimidating. And I was like, oh, cool. Interesting. So it's a great meeting. Uh, on my way out, I noticed in the front of the room, they had this big whiteboard, 
and it had a whole bunch of statistics about the devastation of addiction. And it like showed how many people die every day and every week and every year. I think they had every hour how many people in the United States die from alcohol and drugs. And um, that, that impacted me, you know. And at the bottom I saw they had a bunch of pictures of people who had died over the years from alcoholism or drug addiction. And I wasn't sure how I felt about that, about putting up pictures of people we lost to the disease. I just, I'm not sure that that's the best way to honor them in um, a semi-public place. But hey, that's just my total two cents on it. Nobody asked me for that opinion and I did not give it. So I kept it in my head other than this right now, I guess. <laughs> I can say that I walked out of there. Um, be, it impacted me in a positive spiritual way because, you know, it just reminded me for the millionth time, I am lucky to be alive. I should be dead. You know, it's always beneficial to remember that I am an alcoholic and an addict who could have died almost every day for like three, four, five years before I got sober. And I didn't die. You know, I'm alive. What a gift. So I went back to my hotel room and I had a, I felt like I had a full spiritual gas tank last night. I, I made some new friends. Next time I'm in Wisconsin, I'm going to hit that again. Uh, it was just a beautiful evening. You know, and listen, did I still maybe eat a bunch of shitty food from a gas station? Well, no comment. <laughs> Thanks for letting me share.